Pronunciation Pro. Hello again. In this episode, we are going to talk about a mindset shift that is very powerful in helping you improve your spoken English at a much faster rate. This strategy, what we're talking about today, is all about making sure that we can get you to improve faster. Because that's really what we're looking for. We want to be able to improve your spoken English. You want to be able to speak English clearly and with greater confidence. And I know so many of you, you want to do it now. Now, I understand that improving your spoken English, we really want to take more of a marathon approach than a sprint. We want to make sure that we're making consistent effort over time, and that's what's going to bring us results. But why not use strategies that can help us improve faster and better along the way? So here is something that I've realized and recognized with my students that has really helped shift some mindsets so that we can improve faster. All right, I'm going to introduce a concept and there are two words associated with this concept. One is the word quantity, and the other is quality. Okay, quantity, quality. So let's first talk about the definition and the pronunciation of these two words because we're going to be talking about them a lot. And then I'll kind of dive into why they matter, why we're talking about these two words. Okay, so quantity is the amount or number of a material or immaterial thing, okay? So it's like the number, the quantity, the number of something. Quantity has a pronunciation that includes a tap T or a flapped T, however you want to call it. Quantity, okay? If I'm going slowly with it, quantity. Now, we're using the flap T rule, which is when a T is surrounded by vowels, it's pronounced as D. But there's two T's in here that are taken in consideration. The first is not a tap T because it has the N and then the T. Okay, so it's not surrounded by vowels. But the second T is surrounded by vowels. Okay, so that's why the first T has actually a T pronunciation, and the second T has a D pronunciation. Quantity. Quantity. Okay, so quantity is the number of something. Quality is how good it is. So the actual definition is the standard of something as measured against other things of a similar kind the degree of excellence of something. So we're comparing things. The quality is we're comparing things that are similar. And essentially, it's just how good is it. Quality is we're, we're really measuring how good it is. Quantity is the number of something. Quality is how good it is. Okay? So what we're going to talk about today is as you're practicing your spoken English, there's a tendency to focus on quality instead of quantity, okay? So quality meaning I want it to sound perfect, I want it to be perfect, and I'm going to wait to speak up until it sounds perfect or it sounds 
up to my standard. Quantity is focusing on just the number. I'm just gonna get as much repetition as possible. I'm going to get as much practice as possible. And through that process, then I'll develop quality, okay? So really the question is, how can we increase quantity so that we can increase quality? So quantity meaning the amount of repetition we have in speaking English. The more repetition you get, the more quantity you get, the better the quality is going to become. Often we reverse that and think, okay, once I have the quality good enough, then I'll get the quantity, then I'll speak up more. And we have to shift that back to the right spot because this is where truth lies. Quality doesn't come until there's quantity in place. So let me give a, an example from a story. So this is from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now I'm gonna read a little story from this book that really illustrates an example that really illustrates why this quantity over quality is important. All right, here we go. On the first day of class, Jerry Olsman, a professor of the University of Florida, divided his film photography students into two groups. Everyone on the left side of the classroom, he explained, would be in the quantity group. So remember, that's number. They would be graded solely on the amount of work they produced. On the final day of class, he would tally the number of photos submitted by each student. 100 photos would rate an A, 90 photos a B, 80 photos a C, and so on. Meanwhile, everyone on the right side of the room would be in the quality group. They would be graded only on the excellence of their work. They would only need to produce one photo during the semester, but to get an A, it had to be a nearly perfect image. At the end of the term, he was surprised to find that all of the best photos were produced by the quantity group. During the semester, these students were busy taking photos, experimenting with composition and lighting, and testing out various methods in the darkroom, and learning from their mistakes. In the process of creating hundreds of photos, they honed their skills. Meanwhile, the quality group sat around speculating about perfection. In the end, they had little to show for their efforts other than unverified theories and one mediocre photo. Okay, I love this story and this example that James Clear provides in his book because it really does show that through that process, the group that was really focused on quantity they just had to get a lot of repetition. They had to make a lot of mistakes. They experimented with things. They took action in their photography. And as they did, they improved. They got better. The quality improved. Whereas the second group, who really only had to produce one perfect picture, they weren't getting that quantity. They weren't getting the repetition. And in the end, they really just didn't have the quality that the other group had. So the question is, how can we increase quantity in your spoken English so that you can increase quality? 
Because what we're doing here is we really want, you know, the quality is the goal. You want to speak with greater clarity, with more precision. You want to have that confidence knowing that you can speak to anyone and that they can clearly understand you. But what gets confusing is the process that gets you there. And what I really want you to truly, truly understand is, yes, it takes a lot of quantity. It takes a lot of repetition. We have to practice and practice and practice and practice and make a lot of mistakes along the way in order to get there. So an example, as I was talking to my students in our study groups in the Pronunciation Pro online training program, there's a group of us that we study and we practice pronunciation and fluency together in my program, and we'd love for you to join us. But in one of our study groups, we were talking about this idea of quantity versus quality. And one of our students, we'll call her Mary, she was talking about how she didn't have a lot of opportunities to practice her English in her daily life. She was at home with a young baby. I think her baby is two years old or so. And so she's at home with her baby, doesn't have a lot of interaction with other people. And so we were talking about, well, where where could you get more interaction? And she was saying that she goes to the park with her daughter. And at the park, there's often some other moms there with their kids. And, you know, there's a lot of talking that happens between these moms. And she says that whenever she goes, when there's a non-native English speaker, another mom that's a non-native English speaker, she usually talks to them. And it's good and she gets practice and she feels comfortable and she's able to speak freely and practice. However, when there's other moms that are native English speakers, she doesn't tend to engage in conversation. She just kind of keeps to herself or listens more than she speaks. And so we were talking about this concept of like, okay, well, what you need to do and what we're going to really work on doing is increasing the quantity of how much English you speak. So when you go to the park and there's only native English speaking moms there, it's time to speak up. It's time to increase the amount of time that you're speaking English with them by just 1%, just a little bit more, you know, Say something that more than, than you would before. Do a little bit more talking than you did listening. And through that practice, that's where you're going to get the repetition and the practice that you need to increase a little more each day. So that's great. It's good advice to say, okay, speak up more. But we really have to look at why are you staying quiet? Why are you not speaking up more? What is keeping you from talking more with natives? And that's where we really have to dive into the mindset and really ask ourselves, what is keeping you from practicing more? Why don't you like speaking with native English speakers? What is threatening to you about speaking with native English speakers? And that's where we really have to look at the mindset, look at our brains, look at why we don't speak up with natives. Why is that so difficult? Why is it so easy with non-native English speakers? And why is it so difficult with native English speakers? Because the goal here is we want you comfortable to speak with anyone, anywhere, and feel confident in that interaction. Because there's so many more opportunities that come when you can speak English with anyone. 
we don't want you to be limited by just who you can interact with. We want you to be able to speak freely and openly and be yourself with anyone, whether a non-native or native speaker. Okay, so let's really look at why it feels safe with non-native English speakers and it doesn't feel safe with native English speakers. Okay, with non-native English speakers, you know, my students have talked a lot about that it's safe. You know, they're like me. It's familiar. They understand what it's like to speak English as a second language. There's no judgment. You know, there's a, there's a, I belong in this place. There's a safety there. Okay. Now I understand that that's a safe place. Okay. So how can we create that same mindset and that same safety when it comes to native English speakers? Because in contrast, then it's native speakers aren't safe. It's not familiar. They don't understand. And they're judging me. Think of how that feels in the body when you're thinking those things about native English speakers or speaking with native English speakers. So the mindset shift that has to happen is we have to really kind of create that safe space when speaking with native speakers so that you can speak more freely, you can feel more safe, and you aren't so scared of that judgment or making mistakes with them. The more comfortable you get in that space and the more you can kind of shift that mindset to it's okay to speak with native English speakers. It's safe to speak with them. I can speak and if they judge me, that's on them. Their judgment is more about them than it is about me. I get to show up and be myself no matter who I'm speaking with. These are some of the thoughts to start practicing as you're going into a conversation with a native English speaker. So if Mary's going to the park and she sees native English speaking moms there, she wants to engage in conversation with them. Some of the practices or some of the mindset practices to do, to the thoughts to practice are these. This is a great opportunity for me to practice. I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay. I'm working on quantity, not just quality. The more I speak up and the more repetition I get, the faster I'm going to improve my spoken English and the more opportunities I'm going to have and the doors I'm going to open because I can speak English with anyone, anywhere. These are the mindset shifts because what's happening here is, and let's go back to the kind of the confident pro mindset model I've talked about this in other episodes, but let's go ahead and review, is that we have to understand that it's not the native English speaker that's causing us to feel insecure. It's our thoughts about speaking with a native English speaker that's causing that feeling of insecurity. So we have a stimulus or we have a situation outside of us speaking with native English speakers, and then we have our thoughts, okay? And then, based on the thoughts that we speak, we have feelings about that situation, okay? So the situation I'm speaking with native English speakers, if my thoughts are they're going to judge me, I don't want to feel embarrassed, I need to speak perfectly before I speak up, that's going to create feelings of insecurity, of nervousness. And then the action that comes from that feeling is that you're not going to speak up as much. 
And then the result is you don't improve as fast and you miss opportunities for connection. You miss opportunities for practice. Okay, that's the unintentional model. That's what's kind of playing out without you really recognizing it. Okay, so what do we have to do to shift that? Well, we have to change that thought line. We have to change the thoughts that are happening in our mind. Okay, so take the same situation. You're speaking with native English speakers. Okay, the thought is, this is a great opportunity to practice. I'm going to make mistakes, but that's okay. I'm working on quantity here. And as I work on quantity, as I work on the number of repetitions I get speaking English, I'm going to improve more and more every day. Just a little bit more every day. And as I do that, my English is going to be amazing. I'm going to speak with clarity and incredible confidence. And the path to that is speaking with these native English speakers right now. And it's really exciting because I'm on the path to improving my spoken English. The feeling that results from those kind of thoughts, confidence, okay, excitement. Okay, what's going to happen when you're feeling confident and excited about speaking English? You're going to speak up more. You're going to engage in those conversations. And the result, you're going to improve faster. You're going to create connections. You're going to open up opportunities as you speak more with native English speakers, they get to know you more and you have that connection and that friendship that's happening, okay? I love this concept of quantity over quality, okay? We have to get the number of repetition higher. You have to get that practice in more so that through that practice, through that quantity, you're getting the quality that you want. That's that goal that you're looking for. You want that quality. You want to be clearly understood. You want to feel confident that you can speak with anyone anywhere and that you're going to be easily understood. You're going to be able to express yourself freely and openly. You're able to be your best self. You're able to be yourself and be you in any situation with any English speaker. That is the goal and this is the process. All right, so my challenge to you is I want you to increase your quantity. Find ways to increase just a little bit every day. How can I engage in more conversations in English more today than I did yesterday? Find more opportunities, engage more in those situations, and sometimes it's going to take that 20 seconds of insane courage to even just start that conversation and to stay in that conversation. And be sure to go back to the episodes of how to overcome embarrassment and how to overcome that fear of mistakes while speaking English. These mindset training tools are really important in being able to just even step into those situations that can be scary. Okay, we need to change our mindset so that those situations are not as scary and the aftermath, you know, after you engage in those conversations that you know how to manage your emotions afterwards, that you know how to calm yourself and you know how to shift your mindset so that those interactions become a positive thing even when you're making mistakes, okay? These mindset tools are incredibly important and they have to be paired 
with the training tools of how to say the sounds of American English correctly, how to say the rhythm of American English correctly. We're reshaping the way that we speak English, but we're also reshaping the way we think about speaking English. And those are those mindset tools that we've been talking about, okay? So use this concept quantity over quality. Let's step into that mindset. Let's overcome this tendency of perfection that so many of us struggle with and let's get that quantity, okay? Version one is better than version none, okay? We want to get that repetition as much as possible, just like those photography students. It's in the repetition that we get to that mastery level in our spoken English, okay? Give that a try. I challenge you to do just a little bit more this week than you have before. Speak up, engage in those conversations, and let me know how it goes. All right, great job. We'll see you next time. Your voice is important and needs to be heard. If you're ready to speak English clearly and with greater confidence, I invite you to join me at pronunciationpro.com.